Yoga Show from Yoga Journal, a podcast where we discuss all the creative, practical, and spiritual issues flowing through the yoga community today. I'm your host, Lindsay Tucker, Executive Editor of Yoga Journal, and in this podcast, we produce four episode series around the themes of each issue of our magazine. Our July-August issue is all about energy. Physics tells us that energy can be transmuted, but not created or destroyed, and that's where today's guest comes in. Donna Eden, creator of Eden Energy Medicine, believes that balancing your energy through physical manipulation can regulate body chemistry, hormones, and overall well-being. Donna makes some claims that your doctor may disagree with. The information on this podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional health care. Please always consult a medical professional before making decisions about your health. Here's my conversation with Donna. We're here today with Donna Eden, energy healer, author of Energy Medicine, energy medicine for women, and energy of love. Donna, thank you so much for being with us today. How are you? Oh, I'm great. It's really nice to be here with you guys. (laughs) Thank you for meeting with us virtually during these interesting times. Yes. So for the uninitiated, I would just love it if you would tell our audience, what is energy medicine? Oh, great. Um, We think we're solid, but the truth is we're these lattice works of force fields. And you can affect those force fields and, and change your health, get your vitality and aliveness back. And uh, you, can, you can switch your energy and switch your mind. Everything is affected when you affect your energy. It really is the life force. You know, it's the life force. So it's been with us since the beginning of time. And all human beings really ought to be able to affect their own energies to um, live the life that they really want to live. That's my dream. <laughs> and how did you get in touch with your own energy and come to this work? Well, I don't remember a time in my life when I didn't see and feel energy. It was always there, but I thought all human beings did. And I was 20 before I found out that other people didn't see energy, which was a shock to me. I didn't know how they made their minds up about anything if they couldn't see it. But I I got sick at 16 years old with multiple sclerosis. And I just got sicker and sicker. And by the time I, I was 27, my organs began breaking down. And I had a heart attack at 27 years old. And Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then uh, I couldn't walk anymore, and my hands, my fingers, my face, everything went numb. So a lot of the times I couldn't talk. And I, was, I went to five different specialists who said that I wasn't going to make it and that there was nothing anybody could do because all my organs were breaking down. And um, so I, they did offer me medicine that might help with some of the spells I was having. I'd have these spells about once a week where I, um, where I couldn't move. I just would have to lay for 12 hours without being able to move anything. And, um, but I said, no, Some, something hit me. On the, with that last doctor I saw, I thought, oh, I'm going to have to heal myself. <laughs> That's how it all began. And that day at home, I began to experiment with my own energies because energy is the foundation of everything we have. You know, our, our bodies move because energy animates us. When you hurt, it's because energy's gotten clogged and messed up there. So I began to experiment with my energies. And, it, and in not too far distant time, 
I, uh, things began to shift. I was also very allergic to things. And my allergies went away was the first thing that went away. But I began to connect the energies on my legs and to help them move and be able to walk. And I just eventually, I got well. And when I got well, I wanted to share it with everybody I knew and everybody I didn't know because I couldn't understand why everybody wasn't doing this to really help themselves or help their families. Or So that's how it all began. Amazing. I have questions. Okay. Um, so <laughs> two things that really struck out to me is, one's very minor. I'm just curious what you mean about, um, you said your organs were breaking down. So were, were they in danger of failing? What does that, what does it mean that your organs were breaking yes. down? When I had my heart attack, they checked everything out in my whole body and saw that I, my body was like a, a much older person. I was on decline in my life. And, um, and I couldn't, and, and like my kidneys felt like, they felt like I might eventually have to have, uh, you know, be on a kidney transplant list and my liver and everything was, is, was just getting worse and worse. I had asthma really bad. My lungs didn't work and um, just everything. My legs didn't work. My arms didn't work. My, I, I got to the point my fingers weren't working. And so everything was just had gotten the message it's time to decline. And so that was a long, 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 long time ago. Okay. So you're in your 20s. That right? was when I was in my 20s. Yes. And you said that you'd been able to see energy since you were a little kid. So what, what did energy look like to you? Now, I, I just want to say something because I always have a hard time with this question because I, I sometimes think that people think that that makes me special, that I could see energy. I really believe that every child born sees energy when they're born. But we live in a culture where nobody keeps it alive. Nobody keeps talking about it. And by the time a baby is about a year old, it goes dormant. But I have been in other countries that aren't nearly so, um, what is it, modern. <laughs> you know, they don't have any of the, uh, of the electronic stuff around that we have. And where, where they did keep it alive, and people see energy. It's just natural. So what do I see? I see color. I see different energy systems. I teach, diff I teach nine different energy systems in the body. And uh, mm -hmm. so I always saw them. I think the, the hardest thing for me is when somebody is really sick. I see their sickness. I see, and I've, I've been really inappropriate at times in my life because I want to go up to people and say, oh, my God, let me see if I can help you. You've got cancer, you know, that kind of thing. So I was like, but, so the body already knows how to heal, and that's what I've really seen through these years, is that if you put all of the energies flowing in the way they're meant to flow, the body will usually heal itself. And so that's, that's what I teach. And so you decided that you were going to have to heal yourself. Yes. Doctors weren't helping you or weren't that's able right. to help you. Um, that, and not so at all. How did you <laughs> know what to do and what did you do? You know, I did not know what to do. I just experimented. The first thing I did when I got home that day was I sat down and I put one hand um, uh, just at the top of my leg and the other hand uh, uh, cupping my knee. And I noticed that it only took three minutes for that energy to begin to connect up. And what was wrong with my legs is no energy was connecting up. So I realized that my own 
hands were electromagnetic, so I could hook them up and make that energy flow. So that was the beginning. I just did things like that all over my body. And did you at some point start researching? Yes, once I was well. Once I was well, and I, well, I'd gone off to live in Fiji for a while with my kids. And when I came, and, and Fiji, I mean, the, uh, we were out on this island, and everybody saw energy. It was just normal and natural, and it felt so wonderful to be around such people. But we went back to the United States, and actually, the first person I saw was I was in the airport and coming home, and a woman had a T-shirt on that said, Touch for Health, with two hands on the T-shirt that said, Touch for Health, underneath. And I said, excuse me, what is that? And she said, instead of answering, she said, oh, I am so excited. I'm going up next week to become a Touch for Health instructor. And I felt like lightning hit me. And I said, me too. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. But she gave me a phone number to call and see if I could take some classes. So when I, I called them that week and they made a mis so they said they made a mistake on me. They sent me all this material and said, "Congratulations, we understand you've taken all the classes, so the teacher training starts on Tuesday." And I went to the teacher training. Oh my gosh, you just said like, "Yep, I'm <laughs> yeah. doing it." I, I felt like it was a, a yeah. message. I was simply supposed to go, so that's what I did. And when you got there. What was that like? Did you oh, feel like you I, I didn't know anything of what they were doing? <laughs> <laughs> but I did start catching on that, oh, they, I mean, do you know what Touch for Health is? I'll tell you. No, it. no, oh, please tell me. Touch for Health is really a wonderful um, healing system that blends uh, some sort of chiropractic with uh, Chinese medicine. Okay. And, and I realized that. They were at one point they were talking about meridians and I thought, "Oh, oh, I know those. I just didn't know the name of them." And so they would and then when chakras came along, I knew that. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know the name of it. So that kept happening. But they taught me things like um they taught me the language, they taught me how to energy test. And uh Oh and, yeah. And I've had energy testing. I have Lyme disease. Oh, all right. Mm -hmm. How are you doing with it? I'm doing okay. I go to a DO, so it's part Western medicine, part yes. oh, good. naturopathic, okay. and I get energy testing. I also get things like blood tests, yes. and uh -huh. um, I get supplements that I mostly uh -huh. energy test for, and um, intermittent antibiotics, but they, right. they don't try and blast me with antibiotics because that's not good for the system either. Yes. Well, that, that's wonderful. I, I mean, sometimes a DO can be great if you've got a good one. I've had several people go through our program who got over Lyme's disease because, because it, basically, I mean, it has to be done naturally because if you put too many unnatural things into your body, um, the body will fight it like it was, like it's an enemy coming in. Okay, so you were at this training and you started to learn about, you said, the meridians and the chakras and how to energy test. Yes, those were the three main things. And, and, and I also felt really confident about what I already knew. It was very exciting. But I was, it was thrilling to be around other people who talked energy. <laughs> and they did. And, um, but when I got home, let's see. In fact, I'd already started 
But I decided to teach my uh, teach a class. That was an eight-day class that I went to. And when I got home, I wanted to teach a class. And I taught my very first class. And, and I charged only $5 for the whole weekend so that I could wow. make mistakes and <laughs> everything because I didn't yeah. know how to teach. But it was... Nobody asked for their money back. <laughs> How old were you then? I was, I was 34. So at 34, you were just sort of finding your foray into energy medicine. Yes. When did you found Eden Energy? I just kept with my practice and my, a private practice and a teaching. I was doing both. And it just sort of took off fast because... Because it worked. And I had a thing that said that if it didn't work, you didn't have to pay me. And so everybody came to me, and it always worked, so everybody paid. And so it was, it was just a thing that's, whose time had come. And so, um, so I just kept doing that. David and I were together then, and, um, and I just had to practice and taught. But people, I teach around the world, and people would say, well, where's your book? You're going to leave now this class, and we don't have any any follow up, any anything. And so, finally, when I when I was in England once, I felt like they were going to boo me off the stage. They were so mad I didn't have a book because I was <laughs> teaching them so many things. So I said, I'm never coming back without a book. And I went home and I asked David if he'd help me pull it together because I uh, I needed help to uh, articulate things that I had never heard articulated or never read about. You know, mm -hmm. there are some things that you've learned about energy, and I want to make sure I was understandable. So he worked with me, and it was great. And what we decided when we wrote that book was that if he's very digital up in his head, and I'm very not. I'm, I'm not in my head. So we thought that if it passed muster, if he could understand it and I could understand it, then it would go in the book. <laughs> and so, and so we, we wrote the book, and um, as and then as as soon as it was done, we went out on the road for about an eight city tour, and uh, we thought we'd just go home to Ashland, Oregon, and have a regular life then. But everywhere we went, people said, "Would you please come and teach us that? Teach us that. We want you. Oh, we'll pull a class together." So we thought, "Well, okay, we'll do that." And, well, it's never quit. That was 21 years ago. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things that you want to learn. You want to learn if you, if you see it, if you see, and if you see people get well in front of you, and if you feel that you got well and just sitting in the audience, you want to learn it. And it's really important. <laughs> it's, it's, well, I think it's crucial that every human being on the planet know it. That's my own More from The Yoga Show after these quick messages. So you said that you, when you were doing workshops, there was something powerful about seeing people get well in the audience. Yes. And that really struck me because I think that's very indicative of, I mean, healing is not something that we think of as being so quick. Oh, Yes, I, I've seen it in every way. I've seen it so quick, and I've seen it take longer. And uh, it's both. It depends. Um, but I've seen many people 
get healed in an audience. You know, they're just sitting back there three quarters of the way back in the hall and, you know, five or six hundred people and they got healed. It's because because when there's a mass of people and they're all in this space of, oh, my God, look at what's happening. It it creates an energy healing all by itself. Mm. And so that happens. It also happens that I I like to peel uh, pull people up on my stage who um, who don't believe this can work. And mm-hmm. so I love to have them on my stage because it always works. And so then they can really see what happened. And the other thing is that many times, I mean, like for me, when I had multiple sclerosis, it wasn't a quick hit. It was I had to retrain my energies how to do something different because energy learns real fast and it can go down the wrong road at times. You know, it's like we live in a world we didn't evolve for. And so um, when I when it took me a while to get well, it was because my bodies had learned my body had learned how to harmonize with unnatural energies in our world. Like we did not evolve for microwaves and we didn't evolve mm. for electricity. We didn't evolve mm-hmm. for a lot of things in our world. So your body starts working with those energies. So I had to turn my um, I had to work with my energy so that they weren't scrambled, weren't nuts, were really flowing as they were meant to, and then everything started going, you know, everything started healing, and some things healed fast, some things took longer, but eventually, and this is what everybody had to learn, is that you can get better and better and better. Like, I'm 77 years old now. And I love being 77. <laughs> you know, it's not at all anything anybody was told it would be like. It's like, man, you can be healthy and, and, and wonderful. And life doesn't spiral down. My life was spiraling down from 16 to 32. Right. And now it's still going up again. And so your body will learn. It doesn't mean that things can't still happen to me, but I know what to do now. And I love when I teach people how to, but how to be able to talk the, the language of energy, and uh, and then they they learn how. And I think we will all be better. And I don't mean that in a cliche way. I mean, if everybody knew how to heal themselves and heal each other, I mean, it just is the most loving thing in the world and it's so grand and you ha- and you feel empowered and you and you uh your consciousness changes and shifts and there's no way you can feel negative in this world even when things go mm. wrong you know that you're empowered to be able to do something about anything that's happening out there and how do you channel that power and is it just an inherent, I think it's a broader question because I think a lot of people, especially people who listen to this show would identify with that. Uh-huh. Um, the idea of knowing that you can change your circumstances and you can take control. I'm curious as to how you came in tune with that inherent knowing and how you kind of held on to it because I think a lot of people experience it, but it's not something that they're always able to channel. Oh, 
I think that that's why I think it's very important to learn energy medicine. I really mean this because um, you will start seeing that um, your body learns how to fix faster and faster as time goes on. Or you will figure out something on your body that nobody taught you, and it's thrilling. And you can find that, say you do get sick, and, and nobody can fix you, and suddenly you're fixing yourself. It, it changes everything in this world. And uh, I, I personally wish that everybody in the White House was doing energy medicine, and then before they ever make decisions or sign on the dotted line, they will have cleared their own energy so their mind is clear. And they, um, it, it also causes you to be incredibly compassionate. We could all use a little more compassion, I think. What practices can listeners start to do at home that will slowly help build up their muscles to maybe be able to be more in tune with their energy and, f- and fix, fix things? You know, it must be 600 times or so a uh, daily energy routine on YouTube, uh, often on, on Facebook, on everywhere, all over. You can find that. And it's the daily energy routine is the routine I figured out on myself that it didn't matter what healing I did anywhere. If my energies were all scrambled or running backwards, it wasn't going to work. So these How can are we recognize a scrambled energy? I'm sorry to interrupt you because I do want you to tell us what okay. you're about to tell. Well, but how well, do we you, recognize that? You, you would know it if, say, um, say you were talking to somebody about somebody and, and suddenly you didn't know what happened to your train of thought. You, you're suddenly scrambled. Or say you've gotten, uh, you're, you're, you're playing a game and you've gotten clumsy. You're scrambled. If things aren't flowing just as they're meant to flow... Uh, they're running backwards if you're starting to get so tired when you're talking to someone and you think, what is this? I can't even follow what they're saying anymore. Your energies are running backwards. They're not crossing over if nothing is working. It's like, uh, I don't even know what I'm doing here, you know, that kind of thing. Um, uh, Or if, say, you've been sick and you can't get well, even though some of the best healers or medicine was working on you, you're not getting well. You're homolateral, which means your energies are not crossing over from one side, one hemisphere of your body to the opposite side, and the other hemisphere to the opposite side. It, and so you need to get yourself out of homolateral so that you can, um, because that is, that is primary. Your energies have got to cross over, and you've got to have figure eight patterns all over, down to your DNA. And why do we need that? Why do they need to cross? Because that's our natural way. That is our natural way. Just think of, uh, you've seen pictures of DNA, where it's this figure eight going up, right? Or even the caduceus, uh, um, uh, what is the, the motto for doctors, you know, to... They have the caduceus with the snake going. It's a crossover pattern all the way up. Sure, sure, sure. Yes. That is everywhere in the body. It is our natural state. And um, and so when you get out of that natural state, your body doesn't want to heal so easily. It, do, it can't hear. It's like everybody's got to learn how to talk 
energy. And so how do we do that? You're about to tell us some daily practices that we can do. I'll tell you a simple one. If you're ever feeling like uh, you're falling apart or you're, uh, you can't remember what you were going to say or anything like that, or you're feeling not together, just not all together, if you put one finger in your belly button, okay, I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you to do it now so you feel I'm it. doing it. One finger it? in your belly button, push in and pull it up. And then, okay, pull, just mm-hmm. pull it up. And then with your other hand, put one finger at your third eye between the eyebrows, push in and pull it up. Now, pull both of them up. And you may find that you want to take a deep breath because it tends to make you want to breathe because you're moving a lot of oxygen. If it doesn't make you breathe, breathe. <laughs> and, and you hold it that way for anywhere between, uh, I don't know, 25 seconds to a minute you know so uh, in 25 seconds you it should be connected and what that does is that there's an energy system uh it's actually a meridian that goes up the front of the body called central and there's another one that goes up the spine called governing and when you hook up like that it hooks it makes the the meridians hook up at the back of your throat And when they do, it creates a spiral that goes around your body called a microcosmic orbit. And that orbit really helps your aura go out further and stay stronger. You are more protected from negative energy from hitting you. It's really important. And it really does big things, too. If you ever see somebody having a seizure, you know, a seizure, and they're in a grand mal seizure, Go put one of your fingers in their belly button and the other at the third eye, you will pull them right out of the seizure because this works on your nervous system and it brings, uh, it just brings calm into it. They had a roommate that used to have seizures. I just want to be clear, if someone has a seizure, should you still call 911? Well, you know, somebody who doesn't feel confident, I would hook them up first. Hook them up. And see if you need it afterwards. Yeah, hook them up because that's going to be better than anything they can do. Oops. You know, I just one more thing on it. I, uh, I had a, a, a student join my classes because she had a, um, a tumor in her head. And it was too large to operate on. And they said, you know, they, they, they wanted her to, they didn't know what to do because they didn't, because they couldn't do anything with it. She began doing that, and the tumor shrunk. It shrunk, and um, anyway, it's just it is sort of an amazing, simple thing. But again, the body—I mean, these bodies we we are walking around in are miraculous mm. and awesome, and um, yeah, we're awesomely made, so we can heal ourselves. And that's the message I want everybody to know. How do we know that to be true? Well. The, the first thing I'll tell you is that um, you'll get feedback on your own body. You'll start feeling, and that's, I think, really important to say, whoa, I feel so much better. Oh, I, I want to go out there again. I, I, I was through dancing, but now I want to go back and dance some more because the energy starts coming in again. It's, you get that feedback. But that's from Chinese medicine from 5,000 years ago. And they're still doing it. I, I could show you a whole lot of things. You want me to show you more, more things? 
Yeah, sure. That'd be awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll show you what you might already do. Okay. Okay. Have you, have you ever thrown your hand up to your forehead like this when you felt really stressed out or you heard some news that kind of surprised you or shocked you and you went, oh my God. Have you ever done anything like that or seen people do it? I think something that I noticed inherently about myself is when I'm in a state of stress, usually when I sleep, I kind of like curl up. But if I'm, when I have some kind of stress, I have to sleep with my hands above my head. Like I never sleep like this except when I have like supreme anxiety and then it's like my arms are up and that's the only way I can fall asleep. Oh, I think that's so interesting. I, uh, what you're just talking about is something that happens for some people, because what you're doing is you're hooking in to the uh, to the higher chakras mm. that just then channel into your own body and bring calm to the chat to the channels of of your of the energies in your body, but also the chakras. Interesting. And so what happens when are we doing like a download or how would you yes. describe that? Well, you're, you're just bringing energy. There's something called a Taji pole and it comes right down to your body and it, it comes through your chakras. And so you're aligning up. So suddenly, suddenly your body feels safe mm -hmm. and it can sleep. And so that's the way your body, you know, each of us, even though we have these patterns of, of energy systems, there is another truth that our energy is as unique as a thumbprint. When you get very stressed, you lose blood from your forebrain. If it's a really bad stress, you could lose up to 80% of the blood in your forebrain because the blood goes into your body for the fight or flight response. That means to run away from danger or beat danger up, okay? But we don't live in that kind of world anymore, and we try to think our way out of stress or uh, figure out what to do. Um, but if you don't have all your blood there, you can't figure it out. So if you put your hand, which is electromagnetic, up to your forebrain and just hold it for a while, you could also put one in the back of your uh, head because in the back of your hair, head there are some points uh, that are, are fear points. So if you hold them both together... Um, it brings the blood back up to the forebrain, and and you can think again. You can you can be relaxed, and your and it's very good for your body to lift your body out of that kind of stress, because uh, stress is always involved somewhere in illness. So you want to get yourself out of stress. It's a very good thing to do. And when you say that our hands are electromagnetic, can you explain a little bit more about what that means and how do we know that is true? What does science say about that? Oh. <laughs> science is just trying to catch up. <laughs> no, if we live in the Western world. I mean, it's changing now and it's changing rapidly. When, um, this is a roundabout way of answering and I will answer, but you know, when I first started teaching, I, I went to every university in the city and asked them if I could teach a class, and, and I would demonstrate for them, and they would let me teach. And, um, and I, that's one of the schools was really near a hospital, and four doctors from the hospital took me to court for practicing medicine without a license. And, um, and I went to court, and, but they couldn't find anybody that I'd harmed 
if anything, they'd found people that I'd helped, and so they didn't have to go back to have the operation or do this or do that. It's because, and so, and 10 years later, those same doctors invited me to start coming into the hospital to teach. So science is catching up. But um, what you should know, and science does say this, in fact, um, Einstein said it, energy is all there is. There is nothing else. We are, mm -hmm. we are not solid. We are lattice works of force fields. And if you can affect something on the force field level, you can change the physical. You can change the mind. You change everything. And uh, again, in my classes and in my practice, although I've quit my practice because I've got no time anymore for my practice, but it still is. It's got to work for you or you don't pay. That's right. pretty scientific if they find out that they got healed. And, um, and, and in Ashland, when I lived, Ashland was a, a town full of healers of every kind. And so that all the doctors there um, began to, they had real partnerships with healers. And so I was often a last-ditch effort before somebody had to have an operation. So, that, uh, so the, the doctor would send the person to me and can anything be shifted here or do they really need an operation? So uh, the world is catching up. You asked me about electromagnetic energy yeah. on your hand. I mean, again, we are energy, but if you rub your hands together, just rub your hands together really hard and pull them away a little bit, a lot of, most people will begin to feel that, feel the, that elect right. electric static so that you know you've got it on your hands. And if you, you, can, you can just test yourself. You can test yourself. Mm -hmm. You can lay your hands uh, right next to somebody who has a sore or uh, something painful and just keep your hand there and your hand will begin to pick it up and you can pull it off their body. The Yoga Show will return in a moment. One of the other questions that I had a lot earlier in our conversation was about um, muscle testing. Because like I said, uh -huh. I get that done. I can't explain it. Can you explain? Like, <laughs> As someone who has been trained in it, please, can you tell me how does it yes, work? Yes, I'll see if I can. Um, <laughs> energy, I call it energy testing, but only because I know I'm not testing muscles. I am, and when I call it muscle test, when I used to call it muscle test, people, men would come in and put every muscle they had into it, and you're not testing that. You're testing whether the energy is flowing there or not. And um, and I, and especially for people who feel skeptical of this, I would show them how easily it is to turn that energy off. It, it, well, that's in a muscle. You can turn it off in a muscle or you can turn it back on so that they can experience it. And, um, and it, okay, here's what it does is it, <laughs> I don't know if I can explain it or not, but I know you get the, you get like in a, in a muscle, there is an origin and an insertion in a muscle. And that's the uh, two ends of a muscle and you get them close as you can get. And then, and, and then test the, um, test the limb that is closest to it, and it will lock if, if you really got the ends together, or it will not lock. 
And that's the best I can tell. But for me, I just like, I like to test. It gets a little more complicated. <laughs> but it's, I'll tell you something interesting about energy testing. Um, I don't, I don't really have to test it for myself because I, okay. I can see the energy. But a long time ago, I realized that if I would energy test it first, it's almost as if this is where the healing is going to begin. The body knows you test it. The body, uh, the the body's brilliance <laughs> begins the healing there. So I think it's really valuable to use energy testing or muscle testing. So it's it's magic. How's that? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> What would you say to people who would chalk up this experience to something similar to placebo? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I know that it's not placebo, but I believe in placebo. I, I believe in it. I see that it works. I, I, and I was actually a part of an experiment maybe 25 years ago uh, with placebos. And you saw, you saw that placebo is the power of healing. It's not at all that something's wrong. But um, so I don't care what pe if people think it's placebo, <laughs> it'll still work. But it isn't. It isn't. It's about energy. And energy is far more intelligent than your brain. It is far more intelligent. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It already knows how to heal you. I mean, it keeps you animated, moving and talking and everything else. That's not, I mean, your physical body can't do that. If you take the energy out of your body, you're dead. If you've got the energy in your body, you're alive. So it's, um, so I don't remember where I was going with that, but that's that. <laughs> yeah, so you were saying that that energy is so much more powerful than the brain to heal. Oh, my God. It, it, it is, and it, it's very thrilling when you start working with energy. When you start working with it, you start getting awestruck. Um, I have a, a lot... In fact, nurses can get continuing education credit from me now because they have found, because nurses use it in hospitals in a lot of places. But I have a lot of doctors who have started taking classes because... Um, and is that in your home state? Um, it, oh, I teach around the world. So it okay. just depends on where I am. Like I, okay. uh, right before the pandemic, I was in Czechoslovakia and... Um, and and doctors just come into the class because they, they are not so um, indoctrinated to stay within the Western model. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's always fun. I'll tell you something interesting that happened to me because so much of what I teach and do, um, so much of it does come out of, or, or they have done it for thousands of years in the East. And right. I was teaching a class in New Mexico I went there because I was invited by the Chinese to come there because the Chinese go there once a year. And I've never been felt so humbled. They, everything had to be um, interpreted because they didn't speak English. But I, they were such wonderful students. And at the end, I said to them, I really don't understand. This has been in China for forever. Why are you coming here to learn from me? And they said that in China, uh, the doctors and, and, and people have started going 
into the in the Western route, Western medicine. Mm-hmm. And it took somebody who came from the Western world to um, to really validate that mm. their system was already so good. And so they wanted to just take it back. And, and it, was, it was very interesting. <laughs> that, yes, I have a lot of thoughts about that, that yeah. they felt they had to get validated from <laughs> the West when it, the West is very flawed. Um, uh, yes. I mean, yes, everyone yes. is flawed, right? No one yes. is free of yes. faults, but. Yes, yes. And I, I predict that in the next century, uh, Western medicine will walk more hand in hand with Eastern medicine or Reiki or, or, or energy medicine. It will just be much more hand in hand. And it's already started that, even in Western medicine, things like an, MR, an MRI machine. I mean, that's, that's magnets. That's, mm-hmm. that's magnets. Uh, that's so many of the, th- and an EKG machine is measuring the, el- the electricity from the heart. And I mean, they open up in safe ways for them, but it's, um, it is happening. Where does energy medicine clash with Western medicine? And where is there room for kind of communion? Oh, wow. I hope I say this well. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> where it clashes. Um, all right. Western medicine sees that the human body is all these different body parts, you know, and they, they do not recognize enough how it all flows together. Like if you get your teeth worked on, it's going to affect your body. If you have an infection in your teeth, it's going to affect your whole body. Um, if you've got, if your kidneys get off, it's going, I mean, everything Everything is hooked up to everything else, and the energy flows through it all. So, so they don't grasp that enough yet. And um, so I think that energy medicine, energy is simply the foundation of everything, of everything. And I believe that they are starting to see that more and more and more. Uh, what, I, what doctors have said to me who've taken classes, they'll say something along this vein. When I ask them, why are, why, do, why are they taking from me? And they'd say either one of two things. One is, you know, I started out thinking I, I wanted to heal people. And then I got into what I got into, which was not really any kind of laying on of hands or anything. And the other thing is some of them, began to see began to see energy hmm. or or feel energy or say my gosh something's going on here that I don't know but I have a sensing I have a feeling and they wanted to understand it better and 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 I'm always humbled by them because it takes a lot of humility for somebody who's got their profession down to a T to say I I want to know more and I want to understand more so if you had tension in your back, because mm-hmm. I do right now. How can I move it? Like, tell me. Where, where, where in your back is it? I would is say. Is it up high? Or? Mm, it's probably all over the place, but I have a lot um, on my shoulder oh. blades where, like, I would say, like, wings would be, and then I have a lot in my lower back. Okay. Um, do you have my book, Energy Medicine, so I can tell you where to go in the book and hold points? Yes, for sure. You do, you. You, okay, well, I'm going to tell my you, office. Mm-hmm. Since, since you've got Aviv there, I would like, is, would he do it right now? You have Just a quick note. I Donna is referencing Aviv Rubenstein, producer of The Yoga Will Show. Will you come over? Kitty? Yeah, he can. Okay. 
Okay, Aviv, you're going to do some healing on her. You're going to okay. clear her uh, neurolymphatic reflexes on her spine. So put her, your thumbs up at the top of her back, right next to the spine, but not on the spine. Now you're going to push in with some power. Push in. And now do you feel it, Lindsay? Do you feel that he's pushing in good? Yes. Okay. What you're going to do is you're going to go all the way down her back, going down right next to her spine, all the way back with real pressure because it starts picking up toxic um, energies along her spine. But you've got to go a, a little tiny, uh, just right next to each other, all the way down, and you go all the way down her sacrum. Okay. Now, now, we now ask her, did that feel good? Does that feel good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Says yes. Mm -hmm. I would go down a second time because I, I think that her lymphatics get clogged. So when you get back to your office, you're going to go to the, pay, go to the pain chapter. Yeah. Go to the pain chapter. And the one I would choose for you is to go to um, the acupressure page. And it'll have a picture also of uh, of your back, and and go to the sedating points. Sedating points for probably for your low back, it would be kidney or large intestine. Try them both and see which one take away your low back pain. Cool, Donna. Thank you so much for being yes. on our show today. Oh, I enjoyed this so much. It's been such a pleasure. Do you have any social media or websites you want to plug? Well, um, learnenergymedicine.com. Um, you can just put in my name and you'll be taken to a lot of different ones. And, 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 the, and the Eden Method.com, I think. Okay. <laughs> Check out the Eden Method. <laughs> yes. And go on YouTube. Learn. Please, please, please learn the daily energy routine. You could put even in... Donna Eden's daily energy routine, and you'll find it. Oh, excellent. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, that was great fun. You two are great. If you want to learn how to work with your own energy, Donna and fellow energy medicine practitioner Lauren Walker teamed up to create an online course for Yoga Journal called Energy Medicine Yoga. It's an eight-week training that will help you shift patterns in your underlying energy. You'll learn how to activate your innate healing for greater balance, vitality, and well-being. Find out more or sign up today at yogajournal.com slash energymedicineyoga. Thanks for listening. For more on energy, check out our print issue or head to yogajournal.com and tune in two weeks from now for more from The Yoga Show. And you can follow me at lins.tucker on Instagram. That's lins with a D. For more from Yoga Journal and beyond. The Yoga Show is produced by me and Aviv Rubenstein. Follow him on social media at Rambo Calrissian. Theme music by Katie Canavan. More from her at Accordion to Katie on Instagram. Until next time for The Yoga Show, I'm Lindsay Tucker. We'll see you on the mat. For accessible 5 to 30 minute meditation, pranayama, yoga nidra, and mantra practices from some of the world's leading teachers, tune into Yoga Journal's The Practice at yogajournal.com slash podcasts.